Hey, are you in a mastermind yet? Have you thought of joining one? I didn't think I needed one until I did. I mean, I didn't need any more training. I really had no time to do yet another thing. And I was already pretty, well, pretty organised, pretty productive at what I did. But when I joined one, it enabled me to take my income from side to a full time, from 25000 in one by one December to 123000 by the following December. Oh my gosh, just through joining a mastermind. Of course I knew how to run a business, but I didn't realise how much I lacked support, peer support, peer, he- peer help, and just someone to cheer me on and believe in what I did. Because Look, running our own businesses can be a little bit lonely, no matter how many friends or loving family we've got around with us. No one understands running a business like another business person. But you need a good mastermind. You need one that's facilitated. I've got a new mastermind starting really soon. If you would like to apply, there are a few spots left. So down below in the links, in the show notes, there's a button, click on it, apply now, or just have a chat as to whether it's right for you right now. You just never know. It might be the breakthrough you need and I'd love to have you. See you soon. Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day podcast. Awards and all chat for entrepreneurial women. It's very real, it's raw and it's going to challenge us all to look at our lives and our businesses in a different way than we've probably all been taught. My goal is that it encourages us all to not just lead our day, but our whole worlds. How's your email inbox? You know, it doesn't matter how big or small your business is. I'm surprised how many people get defensive over their email inbox. Now, are you in charge of it? Or is it in charge of you? I want to take just a few minutes today to challenge us all, me included, about our email inboxes. Now, when email came out, it was so exciting. Suddenly, the chain of communication happened a whole lot quicker. Do you remember the good old days when we used to have paper memos inside businesses and you would have to wait for the, me- to the memos to be sent out and someone would distribute them into your inbox and then suddenly it got replaced with email and we thought, wow, we are saving, we're saving trees, we're cutting time. But the downside of that is that we have cluttered up our heads instead. So I challenge you, what are the habits that you have, because we all have them around our email. But it is amazing how much this subject alone can fill up our brain space and affect our productivity and our our general well-being and getting especially creative work done. So I'm going to go through a few habits that might help make a difference with email. But I want you to think at the outset before I start. Email is really other people's demands on you. And often we think... Oh, I need to react to this. I need to react to that. But how much is it preventing you from getting the important work done? So unless you have someone who can completely take away email for you, you do need to set up habits 
rather just react to all those emails that are other people's demands coming in on your uh, on your time. Now, you may have heard this statement, getting your email inbox to zero, getting it back to zero, to ground zero. It sounds like an ideal. So the goal is to get your email inbox to zero every day as much as you can by the end of every workday. So I'm going to share some of the tips that I have built habits around. And by all means, I'm not perfect, but I just can't stand email being in control of me. I like it to be the other way around. So here's a few tips that you might want to adopt and make into habits for you. All right, the first thing I do is schedule a recurring appointment with myself just on the weekdays, I don't don't do it on the weekends, to look to process my email. It's my email to zero time. And it's I allow 30 minutes, it often usually takes between 15 to 20 minutes every day to get back to zero as much as I can. It's, it's the, at the end of the day. Now, does this mean I don't look at emails till the end of the day? Absolutely not. But this is what I do because what often happens, and you might be like this, you open up your email, you might be sitting at your desk, you open up your email, you leave it open there in the background. And every time it dings, you go and check what the email's from. And that actually triggers that happy uh, happy uh, hormone in your brain and you get addicted to that. The same with your phone. How many of you pick up your phone so many times a day and you go into the emails and you check? You check, you check, you check. It becomes a habit. So you need to break yourself of that habit. So this is what I do. So when I wake up in the morning, as much as I can, I don't pick up my phone unless I'm looking at the time or the weather. But I, I try as much as I can to not look at my email and not look at, at my social media. Unless I've got an early morning appointment that I just want to check may have changed overnight because I have international clients. So what I will do when I've done what I need to do in the morning, had my coffee, done my planning for the day, had that morning ritual or whatever it is for you that you do, exercise, and you sit down, you start your work. I will firstly just scan my email to see that there's nothing that impacts that the, the, the next few hours or next day or changes direction, things that might have come in overnight. And that is the trick, scanning, but don't act unless it's an emergency. Otherwise, what can happen, and I see this all the time, is you'll open up your email and then you'll start reacting to all those emails. It can change your mood. It can change your mindset. It can distract you. It can send you on, down rabbit holes, on um, wild goose chases, all every uh, idiom you could throw at it. You, you, you will go off and be, control, and you'll be controlled by whatever happens in there. So if you don't have someone dealing with your email, what, just watch yourself. You will get waylaid by your inbox. So in the morning, as I said, I scan to make sure there's nothing urgent that I need to act on or, or nothing that changes my plans for that day. Then I close, yes, close my email inbox. And I will get back to it at my scheduled time, usually after lunch. Because what I do then is I've already planned how I'm going to spend my first few hours in the morning. Now, that is a great time to get creative work done, thinking work done, work by yourself. And it's proven, and we can talk about this in another podcast one day, that the, the blood that goes through the body and through the brain is at its peak for creative work at that time. So I will tend to not get back to emails, which involve other people and meetings usually as well, 
till the afternoon. And then, as I said, I have a, a processing time to get back to zero further on. So there's really only three times that I would check my emails. Scanning at the beginning. After lunch, I will start processing and taking action on emails. And at the end of the day, I will clear that inbox back to or close to zero. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, that sounds a little bit anal. That sounds, but look, it's building new habits and it's building habits that mean your inbox does not lead you, but you lead your inbox. Here's another tip. I don't have a notification on my phone. So I don't have those little red numbers and I don't have a notification on my desktop every time I get an email. So there's no pings, there's no dings, there's no flashes, no notifications. I check them manually when I open my inbox. Now, the only exception that I would have is if there's a special promotion, if there's some sort of deadline or, or you know something urgent that I'm expecting. There's always exceptions and there's always exceptions. You give yourself that space. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is in relationship to processing them. There is a secret here. Now, what the mistake that most of us make is that we'll look at our emails and we'll just leave them and we say to ourselves, I'll deal with that later. The problem is there's never a later. <laughs> you need to actually deal with them there and then. Otherwise, it will sit in your head and that will take up uh, space. All right. They're loops that aren't closed. You've got them in the back of your mind and it can lead to uh, clutter, unclear thinking and just general overwhelm. So there's three types of actions that I would take with every single email. So remember in the morning, I'm just scanning and that's okay. But when I do get around to having my email processing time, there's three actions I will take. Number one is delete. I will delete as many as I can there and then. And I mean delete. So delete generously. And as you are going through them, unsubscribe generously too. If you're finding you are getting good quality emails from people, but you're not reading them, then I would just unsubscribe because you're probably never going to get around to them. Look, honestly, if you are have not read an email in three to four weeks, you're probably never going to do it. I don't care how good the content is. And it probably includes emails from me, dare I say. <laughs> so if you're not getting around to reading those emails, and if you find that your life circumstances, you don't need those emails right now, then unsubscribe or just file them away. So the next, the next thing is after deleting, you could archive or file them. In other words, these are the emails that, okay, you can quickly read. There's no action that's required of them. Archive them. Don't leave them in your inbox. All right. So by now you've probably got rid of three quarters of your, your inbox by deleting, by archiving or filing. Uh, and you can have just one big pot where you archive them all, or you can have separate folders. I do have some separate folders, but don't have too many. Every time you create something new, it's it sits in your brain having to remember it. So I keep my archive folders at a, min at a minimum. So delete, archive, and the third thing that you can do with emails is act upon, take action. I don't have separate to-do folders for my the emails that I take action on because otherwise that again is yet another thing to process down the track and you've just got more spots to look at more spots to forget more taking more of your brain space so I would act on those emails straight away 
And there's a little bit of a rule there as well. Now, if you can read it in, I guess, one minute or less, and then you can act on it in a similar time, it's only going to take a couple of minutes. I act on them straight away. So then again, I delete or archive. If it's going to take longer than a few minutes and you just sit there and you say, mm, will I do it now? No, if you're not going to do it now, if you do not have time now, I put a spot in my calendar to you know, take action on that email, whether it's a project, whether it's a status update, whether it's whatever you need to do, put time in your calendar to do it. So, yeah, you know, and I, or I leave it to the end of the day to actually finish off then. But the trick is make sure your emails are moving in one direction so they don't stop and stagnate. Delete generously, archive next, and act upon third. All right. Remember, if you can do it straight away, do it straight away. If not, schedule some time to do it. But at the end of the day, clean it out. Okay. Also, challenge every email that comes in. Do you really need to take action? Who says that you have to do everything that you're emailed to ask to do? I always like to, if, if they're customers, I always set a rule of trying to email them back within that same day. Okay. Even if it's just saying, I will get back to you tomorrow. It's it's frustrating if you're a, you're a customer and you email somewhere and you don't hear for days. So it's good practice to do that. And the final tip is, and I talked about it before, is unsubscribe generously as well. Remember, you can always resubscribe later. And this is a good way to think about email for all of you who do a lot of online marketing. Sometimes I'll unsubscribe from people who are brilliant, who are, do amazing content, who are very helpful, just so that I can have a cleaner inbox. And then I'll resubscribe later on. And I like doing that because I can see how they evolve their business, how they welcome me with their emails. It's just a good practice to be in. And it then keeps you fresh and it keeps you not resenting email and it gives you a healthy relationship to when people unsubscribe from you. Okay, now I hope this helped. I've got one more tip. <laughs> if you are the person and I get students like this, we do this exercise in one of my uh, lead yourself modules of my academy. Uh, my academy covers leading your business and leading yourself and becoming an, the CEO and entrepreneur of your business. It's an entrepreneurial incubator. And dealing with things like email matters. It's going to help you move forward or get you just caught up in, in the minutiae of the day. But if you're the sort of person who says, oh, Marilyn, I've got thousands and I have had people say I've got like over 52,000 emails unprocessed, unread in my email box. I know there's a bit of fear factor. You think I might need it one day. I can't just delete them. This will take me months to get through. Look, it's like what I said before. If you've not read or acted on an email in over say three to four weeks, you probably never will. So I suggest you just scoop anything up that's older than three to four weeks and archive them in one big box. Okay, maybe put 2019 and put them all in that box. Besides, you can always use the search function in your email, email browser uh, to find a subject later on. But you will feel, trust me, you will feel so much better with a zero email inbox. Remember, lead your email. Don't let it lead you. See you tomorrow.
hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Oh,